Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, every day, uh, everybody, on a uh, glorious day in the neighborhood, we say hello to you once again, a little bit after the noon hour. Great show lined up. Jimmy B and TC, you can always join us at 264-1700. Uh, Mark Simon from ESPN Stats and Info will be our first guest coming up at roughly 1225. Alex Halstead, 24-7 Cyclone Alert at 1 o'clock today. Lots to get into about the Cyclones losing a player uh, who they thought was going to uh, be helpful on their defensive side. We'll get into that with Alex. Uh, Kevin Lehman will join us. We'll do a lot of college basketball conversation with Kevin. That's coming up at 1.40. And the uh, Wolfgang checks in again at 2 o'clock with my boy Trent. Speaking of which, how you doing, pal? Oh, not too bad. Yeah? Not too bad here on a Tuesday. Some nice good day. baseball last night. Good hockey. Hockey was fun. It was. Uh, finished up a lot of baseball. Watched the college baseball a little bit late into the Did evening you? last yeah. night. Uh, I was watching Long Beach State for a while. I, uh, I, flipped over, I flipped over and watched some of the uh, Washington Dodgers game. Yeah, that was a pretty good yeah. game, too. Uh, yeah. Got compelling late there after an early 4 nothing lead. Cut it to 4-2. and. Yeah, I kept an eye on that one. Some good late night viewing. Yeah, uh, last night after the hockey, which was really good. It was great, <laughs> and uh, we'll get into all those things certainly coming up here today. But uh, some basketball talk. We got our man Alex Halstead that's going to be stopping by. Some cyclone talk with him, and uh, want to start right there with yeah. some news uh, first reported by the Des Moines Register that David Dawson, right, one of the key cogs expected to look to fortify that offensive line this season. Uh, they went out. Picked up two commitments from grad transfers, and now neither of them are with the team. That's right. I mean, a pretty wild scenario that you don't see very often. A, basketball, it seems like we see a lot more of the grad transfers. I, I agree. Yes, that is true. And then secondly, Iowa State goes out, does what the basketball program has done over the last six years, gets these guys, and then for the season. I mean, we're June. <laughs> they get the two commitments, and now... They're gone. They're gone. I know. What's going on? JB? I don't know. That's that's weird, and I can't wait to have Alex on the show. And I hopefully he'll have answers. He generally does, and he'll help us out on that. But that's just a strange scenario, and interesting with that particular report that you spoke about, indicating that his football is done as well mm -hmm. so that's why i think it's it's going to be I, i'm sure that alex has some uh more information on all of this and he'll be able to enlighten us once again he's coming up at one o'clock but i found that to be uh somewhat taken back just when i saw that that his football is done yeah so we'll get into all of that however with alex also let me ask you this when you reference the the grad transfers. Yes. And you're right. We see it more in basketball uh, than in football. But in football, is the most famous grad transfer Russell Wilson going to Nebraska, to Wisconsin? Probably, yeah. Because of what he's done right, in the, right. in the then, NFL. And then you compound it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that would be fair, uh, what he's done. Yeah, we've seen some different quarterbacks that are always... You know, Oregon a couple of years ago got the kid from Eastern Washington. Correct, Adams. Uh, yep, uh, and and he was really good. And he was good, but then he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, yeah and he was good. But yeah, I mean, we see it from time to time. It's just yeah, basketball seems like it's a right. little more. It, 
And there's just more, well, there's more teams. But, yeah, more, yes. And a bigger impact. You know, offensive linemen, it's kind of, okay. Yeah. They, they come and then they're forgotten. Right, yes. But if uh, a guy is averaging 12, 15 a game, you know, they're out there at the forefront. It, it, it's just different. It, 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 it is. It's like an apples and oranges sort of thing. It is. And the reason I reference that, because we have a high-profile name since we started this grad transfer in college football, Malik Zaire on his way now to Florida. Yes. So I wonder if Russell Wilson is, what, four years ago now at least? Yeah, more than that. Maybe five? Yeah. Okay. So Zaire then, if he has tremendous success, I mean, he's going to a top program. If he has tremendous success, does he play himself then into the NFL, gets himself a shot? We'll find out. But that's kind of the reason I I reached for that when we started on the grad transfer thing, especially in football. But you're absolutely correct about basketball. I mean, just look at what Iowa State did with DeAndre Kane. Sure. One one year is all the dude had mm-hmm. and played his butt off. Mm-hmm. Bryce DeJean Jones. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we could go on and on. Just locally we can go on and on. Right. Yeah. But uh, back to the football team. Okay. And uh, an offensive line that last year, right before the season, we hear the news of Jake Campos uh, at the time. Now, some people said, eh, maybe he can come back for the end of the year. We know that didn't happen. Keeping him upright is incredibly important. This guy has the frame. They got some good things out of the young guys last year. Uh, both Julian Good-Jones and Bryce Meeker, the two local kids, that played a redshirt freshman. Yeah. You know, two Iowa kids that went out there and played right away early in their careers. I think you saw enough good things out of them where you felt pretty solid. But when they had the commitment of Rodgers and they had the commitment of Dawson and, and he was around until this week, you felt pretty good about that offensive line. And now it's starting to go back to that drawing board again. And you're looking... How much more improvement can you see out of the two young guys that I talked about there? Mm-hmm. Uh, what is Campos? You know, what are the limitations that are on him? How different of a player is he because of those injuries? Or is he just back to being the same old guy that he was? And if that's the case, you're feeling good over at the left tackle spot. Those are questions that nobody really knows right. until you're seeing game action. But it's back to kind of patching things together. You know, The one thing that we do know is you got to be happy with what's happening there with the offensive line. After what Manning did a year ago, mm-hmm. from where they were in September to what they became just six, seven weeks later, yep. the improvement that our offensive line had, I think Iowa State fans should be confident that at the very least, he is going to be able to put together a competent offensive line. Maybe right. not a great one. Maybe not one that you can you know, expect to get five and a half yards of pop running the football right, yeah. and, and the big plays that you want and all those things. But at the very least, you're going to have a competent offensive line. I think Coach Manning deserves the benefit of the doubt after what we saw last year. I agree. And what we saw before that at Toledo and the accolades that he had there, that he's going to be able to do that. But when you're losing pieces like this, it, it is an impact. Interesting uh, a part of this, that uh, in a text message that uh, Matt Campbell said, sent over to Randy Peterson of the Register. Okay. Better it happens now than during the season, unquote. Okay. What do you read into that? I read into it that at least now they have time to know that he's not going to be there and they can try to get somebody else ready to take his spot. Well, sure. That's what he said. Yes. 
I'm going a step further. Okay. See, that's what it's for. We can all read the quote, Jim. Yes, Thank I you read for the just, quote. Yes, I read it. You just said it in a different way. I did. Saying the exact same thing. No. So well, where are you going with this? Why? What, what do you think that this deep, dark secret is trying to tell us? Not a deep, dark secret. Maybe that he just wasn't completely into it. You know, that his heart wasn't in it. Wasn't into putting okay. the work in it. And for a guy, and this is the other component that you get into with a guy that's a fifth year grad transfer, you got your college degree, you know you're not playing at the next level. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go through another summer of conditioning, go through another year? It's your last chance, though. It is your last chance. But for a lot of guys, hey, I got a job offer, I can go get, make money. Maybe you're thinking about starting a family. You're looking to get married. Could whatever be. it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Okay. You know, th- there's there's people like me. I was in school five and a half years. I extend that thing out. There's other people that want to get done, get out of it, get their life. That started. was me. I busted through in four. So there there's different people that have just different experiences, different thought processes. That's more what I read into that quote. Is it's very well could have been a guy that just said, you know what, my heart's not. No, into I did it. it. There's no guarantee that he even was going to be a starter there. You know, they do have plenty of guys out there that you feel pretty good about and just said, the heck with it. Yes, he was a highly ranked guy, but we know that doesn't always translate. No, it does not. And remember, that's a guy that lost the job at Michigan, too. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's more than just, hey, well, now we have time to get ready. That's obviously a part of it, but I like to go a step further. See, that's what we do here. We can speculate. Ah. Yeah. We're not just reading the news, Jimmy B. I'm not. I'm We're not open a, to speculation. I'm not a great speculator like you. I like to speculate. I know As you, you know. do. Yes, you do. Yeah. I'm more in the here and now. Mm-hmm. But I get where you're coming from on your speculation. And I was trying to equate my thought process if I had already graduated but yet I had the chance to play one last time. Now, you know me. I've, I, I'm a competitive son of a gun. You're also not six foot six, 320 pounds. No. We don't know what kind of injuries that he that had. That is correct. You didn't have a lady looking to get married with you no, on your shoulder? No, yeah. no. Again, circumstances, yeah, it changes everything. Yeah. yeah. From a competitive standpoint... Man, I'd like that one last shot. Mm-hmm. But from a life standpoint, maybe he's doing the right thing for himself. Yep. And that's what it comes yeah. down to. Uh, did you get a chance to see now the Wyoming-Iowa game time is set? Another 11 o'clock kickoff there for you the guys. That'll be the third one that has been announced. So the season will kick off 11 o'clock on that opening Saturday of the season for the Hawkeyes. A week later, Iowa State also 11, 11 o'clock, o'clock yeah. And then uh, it'll be 2.30 for the North Texas game. Why would they put North Texas at 2.30? I'll tell you, Jimmy B. I uh, got a great reason for you. You ready for this? I can hardly wait for this. Television. That, that's the worst game that they could have. Well, also that Dear weekend. God. Happening that weekend, which yeah. is September 16th. Okay. What else is on? Well, Fox has two games nationally with the Big Ten. They have a 3.30 kickoff with Army and Ohio State. And then after that, Notre Dame-Michigan State. Well, that's a decent game. That's a decent game. That'll be the night game and uh, a 7 o'clock kickoff for us on that one. Other Big Ten games happening that day include Northern Illinois at Nebraska. Fox Sports 1 picked that one. Okay. There's that North Texas-Iowa game. 
and let's see what else we got here that day. Uh, Air Force at Michigan. Mm. FIU at Indiana. Oh, boy. Middle Tennessee at Minnesota. Oh, boy. Morgan State at Rutgers. Oh, for that's a prime time game there. That should be right in prime well, time at night. That's also a 2.30 kickoff. <laughs> that shows you that day. There is nothing. Yeah. Bowling Green at Northwestern. Oh, I hope the weather's nice so I can go play golf. Georgia State at Penn State. Oh, God. I won't watch a damn thing. What's and if you think I'm you? going to waste time on Iowa and North Texas, please. If it's, it's your job. What, I know what. I just check it on my phone. There's 12 of them a year. Here's, I'm well aware of that. I can skip one if it's 75 degrees. What's the date? September 16th? Yes. Oh, it's still nice weather here in September. Well, I will do my job. I'll watch the football. Okay, game. that'll be good. You come in here and throw out a bunch of non sequiturs. I will. All right. I'll just I'll just talk about. Hey, you should have seen this sand wedge I hit. Good God. <laughs> Let's get into a little in case you I'm missed ready. it. Let's it's go. Presented by Wolf Construction Roofing. We start with a great, great hockey game last night. A lot of fun. Let's uh, kick things off. An early one nothing lead for Nashville. Here come the Penguins. Here comes Sid the Kid. With a beautiful backhanded goal. It's playing. Maybe. Where's the audio? I don't know. You're uh, you're the genius over there. Uh, not a genius. I thought, maybe. see, people now would be. There it is. Spun back across. Dumoulin ahead. And here's Crosby on a breakaway. He scores! Sidney Crosby has tied the game. That was a terrific goal as he skated and he made Pecorino make a move and then he deked him and went the other way. But that was it for Pittsburgh, man. Pecorino just shut the door. He's back. Whew. The Penguins still just don't look proficient offensively. No. They can't find any space. It's been ugly. It's 2-2. Yeah. We got a series. Should be 3-1 at the very least. This series very well could be over. Nashville... Certainly outplayed him in game one, and pretty close in game two. If, if you're a Penguins fan, you got to be pleased just that it's 2-2 two, two and you're going back home and you get two of the three games at home because they've been outplayed this whole series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look, I, I just love what is happening in Nashville and the shots that they uh, around the city and the fans, that the way that they have reacted to this team. Like I said before, Vanderbilt is in Nashville – Vandy doesn't win in anything, not football or basketball. They've been to the NCAA tournament a few times, NITs and basketball, football. What a national championship in baseball. In baseball. Yeah. Yeah. But not too long ago. Once again, that's baseball. Well, that's important down there, Jim. Yeah. Not as important as football and basketball. And now the football team, when they had Steve McNair at quarterback, lost to the greatest show on turf and Kurt Warner in the Super Bowl. At the one-yard line, I might uh, remind everybody. And that's been it. And this is something that I heard I heard them talk a little bit last night, Trent, where they said every game sold out this year, mm-hmm. and, of course, every playoff game sold out. And the streets are packed, and people are – even the mayor. The mayor sent out a letter to employers to excuse their employees if they're an hour or two late the next day. Right, but that really That's doesn't, great. It, it still doesn't work. I love a mayor like that. Well, the mayor can do it, but it doesn't mean that the I, boss doesn't have to fire if you're not showing up. I, I get it, but at least I would have printed it out and brought it in and showed it to the boss. 
Yeah, that would have worked out well. So tomorrow, and, and I'll get so something Friday, for you. Here's a pink slip. So Friday, hit the road, Brinson. So Friday, because uh, the game is what Thursday? No, it's t- yeah, it's Thursday night. Thursday night. So Friday, if I'm here instead of bright and early at twelve noon, if I'm here about twelve forty-five, I'll show you the letter. Well, you're so rarely here anyway that it really doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Dirks Bentley sings the national anthem. Not good. Not good. Nah. Nah, didn't, Not good. I didn't, thought I thought he was very good. Didn't float my boat. No? No. I, it was all right. Dirks Bentley is not a guy that pounds it out. No. You know, he doesn't yeah. have a big, booming that's, voice. See, I think maybe in that He's more of a low-key low kind of country Low-key kind of country guy. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I just, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying it was bad or poor. I'm just saying Well, he it, said not good. I just said it wasn't good. He wasn't good. He was just okay. It, it wasn't There's poor, but it was not good. No, it wasn't. He wasn't. He was. He wasn't good. He was just okay. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying there's a difference. Poor, bad, okay, good. <laughs> Your Sen- rating system is all screwed up. That's it. You have the weirdest rating that's system. That's it. What do you got? Roll it for me. Here's a beautiful save by Pecorine stoning your boy, Sidney Crosby. Yeah. One that is corralled there and sent ahead now for Crosby to move back in. Crosby back in. It's a You can't even hear the call. Oh, it's I so know. loud. And some of the chants that were happening in the game, I, I, I absolutely love this series. <laughs> I did not think that I would care one iota, Yeah, but it has been incredibly entertaining. You like how they go after Pittsburgh's goalie? Of course. Call of his course. name, and yes. then after a couple, you suck. Yes. <laughs> it's, look, they're into it. They are. They I mean, are. They're, they're having the time of their life in that city. They it, really are. Uh, one more. Let's go to the birthday boy, Mike Fisher, who's uh, got a pretty attractive wife. Yes. Miss Carrie Underwood, who is out there hanging around in between periods, talking on the set. How about that one-two punch? Carrie Underwood and Charles Barkley. That's pretty good. (laughs) I'd call that a pretty good guest list. Uh, Let's get into it here as Fisher with the diving feed giving the Preds a 3-1 lead. Jammed it further into Cole. As far as Malkin, a diving play, and it's Robinson. Score! 3-1 there, 4-1 the final. The call from NBC Sports and a 2-2 series. Jimmy B, I took Nashville before the series began. You I went did with too. Shock. I did. And Pittsburgh, correct? No. You were with the Preds yes. too. Okay. Okay. Yes, and even yesterday you railed on me because I took Chalk and took Nashville. Well, you're supposed to bet on who you think's going to win. I thought Nashville was going to win. You know they've only lost one game in the playoffs at home pretty good that's pretty damn good pretty pretty good i was talking about the series as a whole no i went nash you did okay yeah. okay yeah I, I i did yeah i know you had cleveland in the i did NBA. i did do that just probably I didn't what know you're, if you're trying of. to go zero and two here no and you're trying to slip no. on by me no uh-uh. i might have to check the tape i could have sworn you took <laughs> no Pittsburgh. i did not could have sworn jimmy b let's go to baseball okay in case you missed it presented by wolf construction roofing carlos martinez he's humming along Looking great. Putting mm-hmm. together an unbelievable start. Uh, maybe left him in just a little bit too, too long, long, though. It wasn't helped out in the outfield by center fielder Dexter Fowler. Here's how it sounded yesterday, the Reds and the Cardinals. And that ball is smoked into center field, and Fowler makes no, he does it. One run scores, a second run will score, and it is a tie ball game. 
Tack a couple more on. Go on for the 4-2 win. Dexter Fowler, you got to get your ball. Yeah, 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 he's got to do that. That's what you got him for out there. Yeah, a run would have scored. That would have been a sacrifice. Bases loaded were one out at that right. point. But still, you're looking at two outs then. Get out of the jam. 2-1 is the way that it could have happened. Instead, uh, not good for Dexter Fowler, and the Cardinals lose it 4-2. to We go to Wrigley Field. The Cubs and the Fish early on. Chris Bryant, he has been one of the few. He's been pretty consistently good all throughout the year for the Cubs. That continues last night. In the air to deep left. Back toward the wall and gone. Into the teeth of the wind. A no-doubter from Bryant. Even with the wind, when this one left the bat, you knew... The park wasn't going to hold the number 13 for KB. So he's down. 13th of the year for Chris Bryant. The Cubs move on with the victory, aided by the back end of the bullpen. How about Mike Montgomery last night? Mm-hmm. A 10 out save. Jim, we don't see those no, very often. No, that doesn't anymore. happen. No, generally, you're just the guy who comes in and closes, and that's it. That wasn't the case. Aiding the bullpen. Here's how it sounded last night on Comcast. Here's Mike Montgomery. Montgomery kicks and fires. Swing and a miss, strike three. And the payoff pitch. Ground ball to second base. Zobrist has it. Over to Rizzo. He got him. No runs, one hit, one left. 3-2, he got him. Good comeback by Montgomery. And the 3-1 pitch. Fly ball to right field. Jason Hayward is there. He's got it. Mike Montgomery with a save. Pretty good. An out save from Mike Montgomery. Helps out the bullpen, certainly. Gets a little extra rest there. Not what you'd expect going into a ball game. No, you, yeah. don't, you rarely see that anymore. You, you see, anytime you go to the ballpark, though, you're going to see something you've probably never seen before. And there's another one last night for the Cubs fans. A 3-1 victory over the Marlins. And that series continues tonight, 7.05 with the first pitch. All right, quick break coming up. When we come back, Mark Simon, ESPN Stats and Info, is going to be our guest. We're just getting underway, everybody. We roll all the way till 3 on the Big Talker 1700. 1700 KBGG is the Big Talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Tom's Auto Sales, we're a one-stop shop for all brands of cars, trucks, and SUVs. At Tom's Auto Sales, we have great prices and a great selection of the best quality used vehicles around. Visit our website at tomsautogroup.com. Tom's Auto Sales. 
Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We go all the way till 3 o'clock today. Starting out with a a great guest lineup today. Mark Simon is going to join us right now. 1 o'clock is Alex Halstead. 140, Kevin Lehman. And at 2 o'clock, Wolfgang joins Trent. All right, let's get to Mark. ESPN Stats and Info. He joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline. Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Mark, good afternoon, pal. Good afternoon. Long time no speak. Let's talk some baseball, Twins, Cubs, and otherwise. All right. So let's, well, let's just start then with the Cubs. Apparently, their demise after a six-game losing streak on the West Coast was uh, overrated. Yes. <laughs> you got to have a little faith. But, of course, what Cubs fan has faith other than uh, uh, last year after Chris Bryant throws to first base. I, I don't think Chris Bryant's going to hit sub 200 forever. Uh, I don't think Kyle Hendricks is going to struggle forever. I think Jake Arrieta is better than what he's shown. I think Lester's better than what he's shown. They shouldn't be two games over 500. They're a better team than that. Uh, and I would, uh, if you're a Cubs fan, I think I would, I would uh, be a believer, even uh, though it's been tough so far this year. You know, it's been certainly inconsistent for the Cubs this year. There has been some sustained periods that that have been head scratching. A lot of people want to chalk it up to a hangover effect. Now. Mark, you're very much into numbers. A lot of people in that community kind of laugh at things like momentum, hangovers, these things that you can't quantify. Where do you stand individually as you look at those things that you just can't put a number at? I think, uh, well, I think that the fact that they've played an extra month uh, is kind of, it's inevitable that whatever team, if you want to call it a hangover, call it a hangover. But I think any team is going to go through that. I think that someone like Arietta and Lackey are probably dealing with that right now, uh, especially someone like Lackey, who's 38. Uh, and I forget who it was, but someone, uh, I've heard people speak about how playing that extra month throws off your whole routine for the next year. And that, that doesn't surprise me. Now, should that mean that Rizzo's hitting 230 or Addison Russell's hitting 213 or Schwarber's hitting 160? That seems a little weird, but uh, maybe it, it does do something. 
Mark Simon's our guest, ESPN Stats and Info on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay, so Jason Hayward in the Chicago Sun-Times newspaper, uh, a guy was writing about what a great turnaround it's been for him, and he's now hitting two fifty three, and that he should be considered uh, for an all-star. Ugh. What am I missing here? Has this guy lost his mind? Because I, I got a couple of guys named Harper and Stanton who play right field, and I'm not replacing either one of those guys with a guy like Jason Hayward. Yeah, I think that's a miss on that guy's part. That's probably uh, some over-exaggeration. Uh, be happy that he's better. Uh, I would want him to be a lot better. Uh, he's very good defensively. Yep. Uh, he's always been, and that's been consistent. Uh, and I think you would like that. And I think that uh, he will be good defensively until he completely wears out. But to make it out like he's going to be uh, a standout offensive player, uh, no, we're not there yet. So uh, over the weekend, Saturday, I'm watching the Angels and my team, the Twins, and mm-hmm. I see Albert Pujols hit his 600th. Pretty cool moment yeah. to see that happen uh, as it was happening with the Grand Slam there. Thoughts on that, Mark? I want to get your your thoughts, your read, and, and maybe the next guy we're going to see approach that number out of the young group. But uh, secondly... Did you see that the fan that caught that ball gave it back to Pujols for nothing, for free? Yeah, I saw it. That was like when Jeter got his 3,000 pet, and yeah. the guy was like a really big Jeter fan, and he just said, hey, this is yours, it belongs to you, no That's problem. Pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. I liked uh, that he got 600. I thought that was great. Uh, I, the rest of the sport seemed to not necessarily be impressed, but 600 yeah. is nothing to sneeze at. The problem that Pujols has is that he's no longer the Pujols that he was, and thus, it's not like he's chasing 762 home runs, which is Bond's total. Uh, so you don't view him in the same light. You view him as old guy struggling to get up the mountain who keeps falling down. Uh, and you can see it in the way that he plays. Um, so it's unfortunate. The timing is basically unfortunate for him. If he had done this at a point where he was in good health, I think it would be looked at uh, more favorably. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, not the case. Do you still think that he gets the... P.E.D. whispers. <sighs> a while ago, he does. Uh, he did. Uh, now, I don't. I don't think it's. I, I mean, now he's a shell of what he was, uh, and he is older. Uh, I would. I would say no. I mean, you never know with anybody uh, about what they're doing. So I would be. Uh, I would really hope that he didn't do them. Uh, I guess that little speck of. Uh, doubt is is still there. Where are you on that issue? It seems that some people have softened their stance a little bit that, hey, look, that was the era of baseball. It was baseball's fault because they didn't do anything about it to correct it. Where where are you on this? I uh, I, I struggle with that. Like yeah. when you do like the whole like the Hall of Fame ballot, you yes, trying to uh, do a mock uh-huh, Hall of Fame yeah, ballot. Uh-huh. I have a massive, uh, difficult time trying to do that. Like, I hate that they did it. It was so many people, uh, and it was it was basically part of the game. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't I can't let something like that go. Like, I, I mean, I when I do that, usually Bonds is like my tenth choice for the okay. Hall of Fame, but he uh-huh. makes it on the ballot. Uh, so he's, I, I guess it's, I, 
I'm one of those people who agonizes over it, and it really still bothers me to this day. Could could they do something in the hall that I, I don't think they could have? Like this is the Hall of Fame, and over here's the PED section. You know, like you have the cucumbers over here and the apples are over here. But could they do something to say that it was a darker time in Major League Baseball, or you just got to let it go? That's a tough one. Uh, if you've been there in the last few years, with uh, they actually have a small little card as you walk into an area that covers the 1990s, 2000s, that time period. Yeah. There's like a small card, rectangular, uh, that that says, just so you know, we're documenting the era. Uh, there, you know, we, 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 our job is to document history. I'm surprised they don't do it a little more prominently, although the Bonds asterisk ball uh, kind of speaks for itself. That's a very weird thing, if, you, if you've ever seen it. It's uh, the Barry Bonds has, has that, uh, has home that... run ball that, what was it, that broke the record, right. has this huge asterisk on it. So they've kind of done their thing a little bit. Uh, I guess they could maybe go a little bit more prominently as for plaques, I don't think people are going to put it. I don't think they're going to put it on plaques uh, that guys got suspended or banned or whatever. Uh, I, I think they're going to focus on playing accomplishment. So uh, to the here and now, Mark. Yes. The Astros. Uh, I saw them last week against again my team, and it was incredible they're what good. they did against that bullpen. Eleven consecutive wins. They're on pace for 117 wins. Just how good is this team? And, and built. Most importantly, to win come playoff time. Your thoughts overall on this Houston squad? Boy, they are really good, and they have the benefit of being in a division that is really awful. True, yeah. uh, I think they're going to win uh, somewhere in the 105 to 110. If you look at teams that started with the record that they have uh, in the American League, it's the 104 win 84 Tigers, it's the 114 win uh, 98 Yankees, and it's the 116 win 2001 Mariners. Uh, and so that's 110 wins, 111 wins between the three of them, uh, including two World Series titles. They're really good. Uh, one of my colleagues uh, who works on Mike and Mike, uh, Paul Hemakitis, had a stat about how their 7-8-9 is better than the average 3-4-5 wow. in baseball in wow. terms of batting average on base and slugging. I love that stat. <laughs> uh, and it, I mean, that's guys like Marwin Gonzalez yeah. and McCann and... and like last night, they had a, those three guys had a, uh, the three guys in those slots had really good, great nights, like five hits, five runs scored, five RBIs, etc. Uh-huh. Their pitching's really good. I think they're going to go out and get whoever the best starting pitcher is to try and seal the deal. Uh, their bullpen's ridiculous. Devensky's outstanding uh, and can fulfill any number of roles. Will Harris is very underrated. Gregerson, you saw him in the World Baseball Classic. He was really good. Uh, and uh, Ken Giles is back to what you thought Ken Giles would be. Uh, when they initially traded for him, and then remember, remember that he struggled at first, and then uh, he suddenly is just fine. And I think uh, they might win the division. Them and the Nats might win their respective divisions by 25 games each. Okay, so this evening it begins a series, the Boston-New York. It's the Yankees-Red Sox, always famed for one of the best rivalries in baseball, if not the best, although I think Dodgers-Giants uh, is close, and Cubs-Cardinals in the Midwest may rival it as well. But in your estimation, with New York in front right now in the East and Boston just a couple games back, is this going to be a heated rivalry as as we have seen in the past, or has there been enough changeover in players now 
the that heat is gone. It's funny. I got asked uh, recently to do something like was like previewing the series, and the idea was this is like the new era of the Yankees and the Red Sox, and like Aaron Judge and Ben Tindy and. Uh, like the star, like the best pitcher in the Yankees, name is Severino, and Chris Sale. The person that could put a little, I guess, juice into the rivalry is probably Chris Sale. If something was to happen, like if he got fired up at giving up a home run, uh, or if he hit a guy uh, and the bench is cleared, I don't think there's really anyone other than that. Maybe Batanzas, but uh, I think that if. If he wants to inject a little excitement into the rivalry, Bryce Harper, Hunter Strickland style, that, that maybe that could happen. But at this point, it's all new to a lot of these people. I think it's, it's probably pretty cool to them. And, hey, the Yankees are pretty good, by the way. Can we bring back A-Rod and Don Zimmer just for, the, <laughs> just for one night? <laughs> well, well, A-Rod may wind up broadcasting. Uh, he might, he might yeah. yeah. And he's not bad. Like, if, if you've watched him uh, do, no, do games. No, he's very good. He, he knows he's going to be someone. I would expect that he will do multiple World Series at some point in his career because yeah. he's lightning rod-ish, pardon the pun. Uh, he knows the game. He can articulate fairly well. He goes into cliche mode sometimes, but there are other times where he makes very good insight. Mark, uh, one on the Red Sox, a selfish one. Why doesn't Xander Bogarts hit homers anymore? <laughs> I have him in I have no idea. Movie. Like that that's not something that I can just snap a finger and, and figure out. That's one like I've asked scouts a bunch of different things recently. That's one I guess I should probably do. Uh, to this year. Are, are you really upset though that he's three thirty, three eighty six, four sixty three? That's still pretty good. I, I'm not, but I'm eleventh uh, out of my fourteen team league in homers <laughs> and I need a little pop. <laughs> well, can I can I complain to you about Byron Buxton? Oh. Uh, who uh, who I've, I've now in, in the last year of my fantasy baseball contract, who keeps hitting one eighty and uh keeps at least in the early part of the season. Hey, it's he good, got it it's back a, over the Mendoza line. He was, yeah. he was at least for a little while back over to He did, but he is, like, if you were going to rank the most frustrating fantasy players of the last couple of seasons, mm-hmm. I think he's certainly up there. Where, do you um, I don't know why Bogart just stopped hitting home runs. I, I think I think I need that maybe that's something I need to take a closer look at. Do you have Kyle Schwarber, too? He's hitting the buck 70. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, although it's funny. I do these little scripts. For uh, for the radio pregame show for, on Sunday Night Baseball, I have the uh-huh. pregame show beforehand, and he he really spoiled mine with that grand slam the other day because I had this whole thing written about the the mediocrity of the Cubs season and how uh, awful it was, and he goes and he suddenly turns it around and they're just fine and they'll be fine as I as I said. Yes, uh, it, it looks that way. How about those twins? Will they be fine as they continue to find ways to win? They uh, win another series out against the Angels, minus Trout. That certainly helps. Uh, they've been awful at home, great on the road. That doesn't seem like something that can sustain itself over the course of a whole season. Your thoughts on this Twins team that just keeps hanging around? The, well, right now they're banking wins, and you keep banking and banking and just hoping that you can hold off a team that's clearly better than you because I think the Indians yes. are definitely better than the, the Twins. But I, I I think they're a 85 win team. Where does that put them at the end of the season? Eight games out, maybe. Uh, and I think 85. I think most Twins fans would probably jump up and down about that. Uh, the starting rotation is 
other than uh, Barrios and Santana, uh, and I think Santana's star may start to fade soon, uh, I, I think you got to feel really good. Uh, I think you should feel uh, good, the idea that they bounced back as well as they did. Uh, we're having a conversation with Mark Simon, ESPN, Stats and Info. Okay, uh, let's do a little uh, rapid fire here, yep. R- real fast. Let's start with the National League. We got, um, and we'll go to the Central, uh, Chicago, Milwaukee, St. Louis. Do those three teams battle down to the wire? Oh, boy. I have, like, important people in, like, important departments of ESPN asking me these questions. Now I feel like more pressure talking to you guys. Though. Go on. That's why, um, that's why we pay you the big bucks to be on I the think, show. I think because they're considerably better than both of those teams. And once they... Hit this whatever whatever point it is where they hit their stretch where they go thirty and twelve or whatever the number is. Uh, I think the Cubs will pull away from both of those teams and wind up winning the division by uh, eight to ten games. Uh, in the West, Colorado, Los Angeles, Arizona. Do they battle down the stretch, or do the Dodgers eventually pull away? I think the Dodgers win the division. I think that when you start as well as the the Rockies and Diamondbacks start, and you have the run differentials that those teams have, and you maintain the health that you had, uh, I think that those teams will hang in. And I think that those teams are highly likely to be the wild cards at this point, even though I don't necessarily think that they're as good as some of the teams <clears throat> the Mets uh, uh, could have been uh, if the Mets had stayed healthy. Uh, but the Diamondbacks and Rockies have certainly taken advantage of what they have. They each get to play the Padres, what, 19 times? Mm-hmm. Uh, and ideally, they probably dominate them. Uh, I like the, <laughs> with the, with the Diamondbacks, I think I like their pitching. Uh, their, their team ERA is second in the National League. Uh, they have Greinke, Robbie Ray uh, at the top of the rotation, and then potentially Taiwan Walker, potentially Corbin, who struggled. Uh, but I would, I, I like, the bullpen, too, with uh, Archie Bradley uh, has turned into like this, uh, I don't want to say like right-handed Andrew Miller type, but sort of. Uh, Fernando Rodney is a lot better than his six ERA. Uh, that was largely based on one game. The Rockies just hit the heck out of the ball, uh, and Nolan Arenado is showing why he's one of the best players in baseball this season, even though he's not hitting like 330. He's been excellent offensively and defensively. Uh, Mark Reynolds, go figure on that, did not see that coming. Uh, but that lineup's really good, and their rookie pitching has been fantastic this year. Uh, and uh, somehow, some way, Greg Holland won 25 ERA. It's nice to have a guy at the end of the game that when the when the game is on the line, the game's over. And that's that's the difference for them between being 36 and 23 and say 31 and 28. And that's a big difference. And that's why they're as good as they are. All right, in the east of the National League, then we'll blow through the American real quick. 25 game deficit. Nationals over Mets. Good enough. I was going to give you four seconds to answer, and you did that. <laughs> in the uh, in the American League, let's go yep. Central. Trent's Twins, yep. Cleveland, Detroit, Kansas City, Chicago. They're all within six games. Yeah, crazy. And the White Sox doing it with defense uh, a little bit, which is kind of odd. They're uh, one of the better defensive teams in baseball. Uh, I would say the Indians by six to eight over the Twins, uh, and the Tigers right there with the Twins. Uh, but... Uh, not, but I think the two wild card teams both come from the AL East. Uh, hint, hint. If that's where we're going next, or the West, wherever uh, you want to go. We'll go the East, where yep. everybody is in contention, and yep. Toronto's in the basement, but they're only five and a half out. Flip a coin. The Yankees are, the, I think, the best team, and in the driver's seat. And it wouldn't surprise me if they won ninety to ninety-three. I think all of the teams in that division could finish over five hundred, wow. and I think it's toss-up from two to five. 
I think of the of the other four, I think I like the Rays the least, and I might like the Red Sox and Blue Jays the most. So I guess I'm going something like Yankees, Red Sox, Blue Jays, Orioles, Rays, but close, tight, fun, best divisional race probably in baseball. Even with that Colorado, Diamondback, Arizona, there's better depth in the American League. Okay, this is a one-word answer then. Finally, 25 games. (laughs) Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) Will not be close. 110 wins, maybe 85 wins for whoever finishes second. Or maybe like 80. So it could be a 30-game difference between the Astros and whoever's next. Got got, got, got Houston. They're going to clinch on like September 1st. Wow. Be awesome to see. They're 14 up. I know. I'm looking at it. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy how good Houston has been. Well, we finish up here. Uh, your colleague over at ESPN.com, Mark Dave uh, Schoenfeld, had an article talking about the death of the complete game. Uh, very good article. Very interesting numbers there. Uh, my favorite part, though, was the graph that was up there just talking about the percentage of com- complete games by decade, down to 2.6% now here in the 2010s. My question for you, Mark, is as we see pitching and the evolution and, and what we've seen since the 80s and Eckersley and company going through there with what LaRusa did to where we are today, what's next? Do you think there's going to be a, another big change on the horizon over the next 5, 10 years, how, how teams use rotations and bullpens together? I think... But uh, I, I don't think it's going to get better. I think the guy like a Scherzer or a Kershaw is just going to become even more valuable than they are because pitchers aren't necessarily trained to go as deep into games as they used to. Now if you get, if you get six out of a guy, it's like you're ecstatic. And it seems like we're headed toward an era where maybe even you expand the rosters to 26 teams carry an extra pitcher. And it's all about preserving the arm and getting the maximum out of the arm uh, and using uh, a guy who, and having as many guys that can throw 97 to 100 uh, as possible in the course of a given game. Is that good? I hope so. I, I, just, I hope they can figure out a way to make pitching change a little quicker. One of my colleagues yesterday actually timed when the Nets brought Ali Perez in yesterday, uh, like at the end of the game, to, to get the save, and it took two minutes and 45 seconds from when the ball was taken from him to – when the ball was uh, thrown to the plate, when the ball was taken from the previous pitcher to when Oliver Perez threw his next pitch. Ideally, what happens, you want to talk changes? Let's have a change where the manager stays in the dugout, the manager just kind of waves, the new pitcher comes in, he throws like three warm-ups, and then he starts, uh, he starts pitching and everything's hunky-dory. You save a minute and a half, ideally, uh, and over the course of the game, hopefully you save seven to eight minutes. Man, it's fun having you on the show. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for your time. It was fun. You got it. I said a lot. I hope everyone understood what I had to say. Uh, we always do, Mark. Always do, man. You're, you're, there's, there's nothing that comes out of your yapper that's less than 600 words. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> See you guys. See you, Mark. See there you, Mark. you go. Mark Simon, ESPN Stats and Info. Great stuff. On the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mills Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. Quick break. We're coming right back here on The Big Talker. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on The Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet. 
of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Geico presents a voicemail from your friend, Bicycle. Uh, <laughs> hello, it's, it's, it's your bike here. So, about last night, sorry, I kind of just ran off with that bike thief. I just want you to know it's not anything you did. And, and I'm not trying to make excuses here, but I do have wheels. They roll. Anyway, hope you're insured. Also, your stolen grill says, hey. When your stuff runs off, it doesn't pay you back. Luckily, the GEICO Insurance Agency makes getting coverage a snap. Visit GEICO.com to see how affordable renter's insurance can be. The Home Depot has a new idea. Free carpet installation that means free carpet installation. Clearing out furniture? Free. Ripping out old carpet? No charge. Hauling it away? On the house. No hidden fees. Just free installation on carpet $699 or more. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Unique specialty items and requirements may be priced separately. Not valid in all markets. See HomeDepot.com for details. Offer ends June 7th. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. you soon. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet, equipment, non-return, and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Jim Brunson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700K BGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. 
All right, everybody, that was fun having Mark on. Great stuff on Major League Baseball out of him. It's always a good conversation when Mark Simon's on the show from ESPN Stats and Info. Uh, Coming up at the top of the hour, Alex Halstead will join us, 24-7 Cyclone Alert. Uh, The Clones, once again, a couple of players uh, saying goodbye. And we'll try to uh, get into all of that and see if that changes anything for Iowa State. Do you think it'll matter a lot, Trent, or not? Uh, reshuffling the deck. Okay. Is it reshuffling the chairs on the Titanic? I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I don't either. I, I think Coach Manning's going to have things still situated that they're going to be fine with that offensive line. But that's an important piece because we know that Jacob Park, the improvement that we saw out of him, you feel like you're in good shape at the quarterback position. Yep. Wide receiver, a lot of depth there. Alan Lazar being your number one, you're feeling good there. Even the tight end spot, you know, we'll, we'll have an opportunity to to see uh, some of those young guys that have come up and, and gotten a lot of accolades. And the running game should be in good shape as well. It comes down to the offensive line. And as good as all your skill position guys are, if you can't block, it doesn't matter. No, you're right. It doesn't matter. Yeah, if the quarterback's running for his life on every play. Right. You're going to be in trouble. Yep. So we'll talk with Alex about that. The uh, Capital City League rosters are out. We will uh, take a peek at Is that. Is my boy Wampler on there? No, Wampler left, Jim. He, I know he, he left. He was sick of you creeping on him. Ah, jeez. Did you see that in his release? That, that was part of it. He, he and that creep Jim Brinson keeps talking about. He me. didn't like, he didn't like he, it when I called him the Womp? Yeah, he said he's got a weird nickname for me. I don't like the guy. I'm getting as far <laughs> away as possible. And he's going to end up at Alaska Anchorage. That's where he's going, I think. That's a long way to go. <laughs> Get away from you. <laughs> we know you're not heading that far. Nah, no, nah, I'm not freezing. No way. <laughs> Although I have seen the Aurora Borealis. Oh, really? It is. Yeah, I told you a long time ago I did the uh, Great Alaska Shootout. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, boy, that is, that's special. That really is. I mean, you, it's midnight and it's like daytime. It's it's so bright up there. It's unbelievable. (laughs) It's a great show. Great light show. I've always liked light shows. I got you. <laughs> Different kind of late show. Goes back to my college days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hanging out at the grinder. Woo! We got to well, take a break, huh? We do. When we come back, we'll talk with Alex Halstead. Basketball, football talk. We'll talk with him about that. And I got a uh, a sneaky question for him. Oh, okay. If Iowa State could bring one sport in, with the success we saw with Iowa baseball here over the last couple of oh, weeks. Oh, sure. Okay. Or hockey. What would the Iowa fan base, Iowa State fan base, rather see as a varsity sport? Hockey or baseball? Hockey or baseball. We'll get Alex's thoughts on that. Coming up on the other side, Jimmy B and TC, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios. We're back in a moment. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines. With Jimmy B and TC, noon to three, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. You don't need 
more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. At the United States Postal Service, we don't just carry your product to its destination. We deliver your business, representing you and all of your hard work with pride. It's almost as if you're the one showing up to the customer's door, greeting them with a smile. Because when you ship with the United States Postal Service, your business becomes our business. That's why we deliver more e-commerce packages to homes than anyone else in the country. The United States Postal Service. Priority you. Why trust the parts pros at Advance Auto? Because if there's one thing they know, it's parts. Thank you for calling Advance Auto Parts and Battery. This is Taryn. I can help you. I'm wondering if you guys do battery installations? Absolutely. It's free to charge. Do you do wiper installations too? Yes. That is also free to charge. Wow, all that's free. We also do alternator and starter testing for free. Wow, you guys pretty much do everything. Uh, yes. Any chance you guys handle dry cleaning? Uh, Well, not quite everything. Advance Auto Parts. We know everything about auto parts. And now get a $20 Speed Perks reward with any battery purchase over $100. Also at participating CarQuest stores. Next paint project, why settle for a new coat of paint? Try a new coat of armor. Glidden Diamond Paint and Primer at the Home Depot, starting at only $23.98 a gallon. When put to the test, Glidden Diamond stood up to 2,500 scrubs. That's a lot of soccer balls, muddy pets, and fingerprints. And that's one tough coat. We're pouring more into paint with unbeatable prices on scrubbable Glidden Diamond Paint and Primer from only $23.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing, U.S. only. Staples knows that when the leave-behinds for your sales call get left behind at your office, it's time. When you need to print 30 pages and you're 300 miles from the office, it's time. And when the intern packed the Harrington file, not the Farrington file. Oh, my bad. It's definitely time. And it's times like these when you can count on Staples. Access your files from email, the 